This is the Man in a Room podcast. Do you know what? I don't actually ever record the intro at the beginning of the episode. I usually record it at the end. I usually just do stupid things at the beginning just to kill time, you see, because it gets me in the mood for the episode. And I actually had a plan what I was going to talk about today. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this instead because I just remember something I need to get out there into the world, into the wide world. It's insane. The conspiracy is real. It's not really real. It's well, it's the, it's, a, it's not really a conspiracy. It's all genuinely real. But it's like a, you know, you hear you know, the older, the older secret, you know, the old secret, the old, the old secret Facebook groups. Well, I found out about one the other day, and I was like, what? What is that? That, that can't be true. So basically, I was at a friend's house, and I was with a couple of friends, and one of them was just nonchalantly whistling. People do that. It's not not a common thing. Not sort of heard since the milkman, really. Milkman, that'd be weird when you actually think about that. People, in my head anyway, I associate whistling with milkman. <laughs> I don't know why. And I guess because milkman are a thing of the past now. When you actually actually think about that for a second, a milkman is somebody who'd walk around delivering milk to you every morning. You'd pay him, and he'd bring you fresh milk every day. It's a bit weird, really, isn't it? So my friend was just nonchalantly whistling, and my other friend was like, "Are you part of that group on Facebook?" And we're like, "What?" You know the. The whistling one. I was, like, I was like, "What are you talking about?" And my friend was also like, "What are you talking about?" And apparently, there's a Facebook group online. Well, that's where Facebook is, where people talk about whistling technique. They talk about, you know, they actually critique each other as well. They basically record themselves whistling, and they have like Whistle Wednesday, where you have to submit a whistle on a Wednesday, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, it's a bit weird, isn't it? And uh, so, yeah, we're trying to get into this group to try and infiltrate it just to see if what we, you know, it'd be funny to see what's on there, really. But my friend was telling me about it. And um, so he obviously he's shown it to me. And the thing is, though, what's so funny about it, right, is that it's, it's called Whistlers Brothers and Sisters, which is difficult to say, but it's actually quite funny because it actually sent me down a rabbit hole. I talk about rabbit holes. Rabbit holes happen to me quite a lot. Where I'll basically just get lost down the rabbit hole of just random stuff that happens online. And I actually looked it up because you know it's obviously a play on words for Whistler's mother, because obviously the famous painter, I think it's John Whistler, is his name, and he painted his mother, and it's a play on word for Whistler's brothers and sisters. But the funny thing is, is that a lot not a lot of people actually know this, but Whistler, the painter, invented whistling. Completely true. So basically, what he actually, you know, he used to whistle when he was doing stuff, you see. And obviously, before sort of recorded music, it was very difficult for music to really get out. And so there's a lot of people for many years who had never seen a musical instrument, 
you know, never heard anything. There's no live performances, and then suddenly, like recording music, is when whistling started coming around. But the only other way to transmit music was actually through whistlers. And obviously, as a, a learned man, he'd go out and go to the opera and all that kind of stuff. And you know, as a highfalutin kind of chap, painting his mum and all that kind of stuff. And he got to be known as as the whistler. You know, he's he was a whistler. You see. And uh, yeah, it's actually, it's actually quite fascinating, really. But anyway, so basically, this group is just insane, and they have like they actually record themselves doing actual music. Like they actually like you know at the beginning when I was doing my whistling stuff, that's the kind of thing that's on there, and it really fascinated me. The thing that actually exists, and there's actually a community for that. There's a community for everything out there now. It's actually genuinely bonkers, absolutely mad, and uh, yeah, um. I wasn't going to talk about that, but that's now... I don't know how long this has been recording for now, but it's been long enough, I think. I need to have a break. My cup of tea is going to be cold. My routine of recording the part, of the first part of the episode and drinking my tea... This this tea is pretty much cold now. So, um, yeah, I better drink that as well. So anyway, I'll be back after this very short break, and I'll get back on track to, uh, you know, the episode. If you have any thoughts, comments, or questions, please do not hesitate to send them to show at maninaroom.co.uk. There's many sort of weird communities out there. There's just so many. And a lot of them are just like an unwritten rule kind of situation. And I've actually witnessed this myself. But I actually don't know how widespread this is, or it's just like a little thing. But apparently... If you drive a Mini and you see somebody else driving a Mini, you must wave at them. There's an unwritten rule. Basically, years ago, this was a thing and it's still a thing. And uh, yeah, it's a very unusual situation to be in. It's like, do you keep it going? Or do you want to be the rude person who drives the Mini? No, you don't want to be that person. So you just hold up just to save face, really. And that happens quite a lot in day-to-day life, really, because there are times when, when you sort of see somebody and you, your eyes sort of meet for a few seconds maybe a second too long you've got to now acknowledge each other's existence you know, it's like a little weird sort of grimace of like a, almost like a smile but not really you basically do like a weird sort of not even a half-assed smile just a basically a uh like a eh, kind of face what i do i raise my eyebrows uh and i sort of like put my head back a little bit like yeah all right there and if not if they don't react, I'm like, that doesn't really matter. I just pretend I've just remembered something, you know, like I need to get some, I don't know, some sticks, you know. But then um, what's also quite funny is that you'd expect there to be an unwritten rule between people who have beards. Now, I have a beard, and I have a beard for a couple of reasons. Those reasons are as follows. One, I get really bad shaving rash underneath my chin on my neck and it's really painful it's all from ingrown hairs you see it's not very nice and it doesn't look very nice either so i don't do that and two i'm lazy i don't do it for the aesthetic i basically just you know let it just do its thing occasionally get it trimmed because my friend is an excellent barber you know it's like this is your project you can do what you want with it anyway so then whenever i see someone else with a beard i'm thinking oh they've got a nice beard you know, you know, that I might better get some tips. You know, there's like an unwritten rule of if you've got a beard, you can just discuss things freely. Nope. Don't mention you've got a beard. That's my rule. If I see somebody with a beard, I don't mention that they've got a beard. 
because you don't want to come across as a weirdo, a bearded weirdo. <laughs> In fact, tonight weirdos, right? Um, this might shock you also, but I am actually bald. Like, well, you know, I used to shave it properly, but I don't really do it very often because I'm, again, I'm quite lazy. But when I used to like shave it every day on this kind of stuff. This guy used to, I used to see this, I used to work in a coffee shop, you see, and this guy used to come in and he used to always talk about head shaving, all this kind of stuff, like, okay, there's not much to really talk about really, is there? Well, how often do you shave your head? Once a day, maybe once every two days? That's the conversation done, okay, there's no, there's no trick, there's no nothing, it's basically just like you do it, it's done, and then, but this conversation would happen every single time he would come in, and like, oh, for goodness sake, and, uh, yeah, so, you know, it, I've actually experienced it on both sides. So I don't, really, I don't want to be that kind of person that does that. But this, I saw this guy with his massive, huge, straggly beard. I was like, well, okay. So I wonder if he'll, he'll let me sort of, you know, we could like touch tips of beards, you know, but no, nothing like that. So they didn't happen. But it was actually quite weird, actually, because there are people who own beards and they they sort of fall into a couple of categories. One, like me, is the lazy one, and two, the one who does it for the aesthetics. And uh, that was probably terrible grammar there, but I don't remember what I said, and I can't bother to re-record it, because I've actually, this is it, and I've recorded this, right, because my computer crashed. But anyway, so, you know, I, there's, there's the lazy person like me, and there's the ones who do it for the aesthetic. And, uh, you know, that's fair enough. People do whatever they want with their faces for whatever reason. It's up to them. But it's, you can always kind of tell what kind of person they are. But you can kind of tell if it's, like, really well-groomed, if it's got ridiculous product on it, if it's, like, straight. You can kind of tell, the you know, the aesthetic. But the lazy people like me sort of let it go. But, this you know, this the guy who I saw, it was just long. It wasn't it's just, it was just a big beard, you see. And I must have given off, given off this vibe, you see. As I said, you can you can kind of tell people who own beards that they've got it for the aesthetic, or if they're lazy, or that, you know that sort of that liberal lefty scum that I am. Anyway, so we didn't really speak much actually, but we just he had like a few words, and, you know, is it pretty much? And then he's like, "Can I give you this card?" I went, "Okay." I thought, "Great, I've now got to take this card." And I got that that awkward, got to look at the card and all this kind of stuff, and you know be like oh thank you because there was no situation there where a card was going to be given it was a simple straightforward back and forth that ended should have ended before giving the card out kind of thing so i was like i could give it a quick glance and then i put it in my pocket and then i went all right never mind right, bye so he left and then he left i thought i better just go look at this card so i got it out and it said on there about electromagnetic fields and uh i was like okay so basically he must have seen me and thought okay he's got a beard he also must be scared of electromagnetic fields you know jump to the conclusion so i thought okay so i looked at electro electromagnetic fields or you know we can help protect you from 5g 4g 3g uh your wi-fi your devices in your house and your neighbor's devices okay bit strange so anyway thought whatever so I, I, when i got home i thought i'm gonna look this up on the internet i want to see what this person is trying to sell me here this person who had a chance encounter with a fellow beardsman and he thought to himself do you know what i'm gonna see what this person thinks the what, what wavelength of if we are on the similar wavelength and he's basically selling this rock 
This simple rock apparently stops electromagnetic fields or stuff like that, and it'll protect you. Kind of like the you know the one um, from Better Call Saul, you know the 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 brother from Better Call Saul, Chuck. He's scared of electromagnetic fields and that kind of stuff. He has like you know you, get, you know. I don't think I I give off a Chuck vibe. I don't think I do. But anyway, um, I don't know, I'm not having a go at people who you know believe this stuff. I'm not here to judge anybody for anything. I'm not that kind of person. I mean, I've got on my desk right now uh, an item that has prevented bear attack for many years. Because ever since I've had that, it hasn't. I've, I've not had a bear attack. So, you know, it's doing pretty good. So I thank you, Funko Pop action figure of Dale Cooper. If you want to buy it, it'd be £9,000. No, I can't sell that. He'll keep the log lady company. Probably, probably running Stimpy. But anyway, um, I've waffled on there quite a bit about essentially nothing, which is nothing new. So uh, I'll catch you all again at some point. Hope you had a good day, and uh, hope your week is going well. Hopefully it's a weekend soon. If not, well, you know, a weekend is just around the corner. I don't know I'm going with that. Anyway, I'll uh, speak to you all later, and um, yeah, goodbye. Who is the man? Where is the room? It's some guy you've never heard of in a room you've never been in. For more information, head over to maninaroom.co.uk.